Today on the Gamers for Life podcast, we're going to be talking about the Nintendo Direct that recently just happened, Hogwarts Legacy coming out, and Arthur playing uh, and streaming it on the Gamers for Life, so we're going to get his two cents uh, on what he thinks about the game, uh, Assassin's Creed winning a Grammy, uh, and a whole lot more, so tune in with us here at the Gamers for Life podcast. <laughs> What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Gamers for Life podcast each and every Friday slash Saturday discussing all things games. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrell. With me is one of my co-hosts, Arthur Thomas. What's happening, my man? That's me. Doing good. Uh, your boy's certified in medical technology. Terminal, hey. termin- terminology. I finally oh, passed my no. certification we course. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got 93%. So. <laughs> all right. Congrats, so, man. Congrats. Sh- Shorvers, and even though my job is not medic the, on face value medically related because I work um, in scheduling with a hospital, um, we have to, to get certified um, in uh, medical terminology. It's a six month course at your own pace. Uh, yeah, finally, finally, finally those fill in the blank. Oh, I'm filling the blank. The every every there's eleven chapters. Every chapter review has been multiple choice, and then the finals all fill in the blank. So spelling. And was it open book, open book timed, or what, what, what do you got? Was uh, it like a time test, open book, or? I don't know. It wasn't time, but I, uh, I, I was open book. I oh. mean, I don't know. hell yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. That's what it's all about. And uh, uh, my other, our other co-host here for the Gamers for Life podcast, uh, recently joined, but has added a lot of value to the show. My man Church in the building. What's going on, bro? Yo, man. What's going on? Uh, nothing much, man. Just uh. Been working hard trying to game still on that Final Fantasy 14. And mm. I was looking at Hogwarts Legacy and like I was tempted to download it today. I was like, should I just buy the game? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's been all through my algorithms and whatnot. So I've been just keeping in keeping in the in tune with uh all of the uh shenanigans when it comes to that. So uh before we get started here on the Gamesfly Podcast, if you're watching this, hello, be sure to like and subscribe here on the YouTube channel. Uh, we definitely would appreciate that. Arthur does some streams on the Gamers for Life. We got tons of great uh, video episodes uh, that Church is partaking in on the YouTube channel as well, and a bunch of audio episodes. But if you want to go to everything, the one-stop link is linktree.com forward slash Gamers for Life. The number four life, it's the one-stop link to all of our stuff. And uh, here at the Gamers for Life podcast, we read the news while you can watch or listen to what you choose by clicking on the links of the time code within the description of the episode. So if you have a certain topic that we discuss that you just want to watch and, or hear and be done with us, click on one of those links. Uh, or you can just hang out with us here at the Gamers for Life podcast. And just like uh, Church has mentioned, as far as for Hogwarts Legacy, kind of being all the craze, I've been debating whether or not I want to download or buy it or not. But Arthur absolutely pulled the trigger on it, especially it's because of his it is a part of his fantasy uh, uh, fantasy team there uh, of the of the listing of his publisher, and he has got himself uh, 15 points on the board. First to uh, first to so it's got a, it's got a uh, what is it uh, 85. It's not, it's not Metacritic, but. Uh, the one, the one we critic, use. Open critic, 85, so 15 points on the board there. So, uh, Church, tell me, or I'm sorry, Arthur, tell me about uh, your thoughts on Hogwarts Legacy, man. Uh, I like it. Immediately, two things on my first impression. So I've only played three hours of it. Um, I was going to play more, but the day before I was taking my uh, med term final there. Um, the two biggest things that just hit me 
in a positive way is one the size i thought this game was be like more linear more of like just a to b like that hybrid not like a rail shooter like house the dead but just you know i mean just like a very when you know when i think of just narrative driven only games like for example last of us last of us is an amazing game but one thing it's not known for is open world giant map so i was kind of picturing like that i know they said rpg but i just i came into it um thinking of us uh in terms of what we're used to for the for rpg i was thinking of a smaller map no not the case not the case at all the other thing is to uh hogwarts like the castle itself so much to do it's so fun the it's when i was playing it 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 felt like i like what night city and Los Santos is to a map for just a very lively, vibrant map city setting is Hogwarts. Like mm. paintings move, gargoyles talk. There's all this stuff going on in the background. There's, you know, NPC stuff that's actually worth my attention. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Harry, Harry Potter. Like I watched the movies, like we said, I had to read the books out of spite. Like, sorry, you annoyed me out. You annoyed me to motivate me to not read the books. What when, when I was going on? But I like the movies. Arthur Here's hates the, everything popular. Everything popular. You're annoying me. Well, I, well, I hate. I I'm hate teasing, annoying. Yeah, annoying things. Like, <laughs> hey, you should watch this. You might like it. Versus, like, hey, you know what I mean? Uh, just going on and on about people wouldn't shut up. Not online, mind you. This is memory. When Harry Potter books were going on, this is like before the internet. They're just like to your face. They were annoying to your face. I don't mean the algorithm is annoying. I don't mean Twitter's all annoying. The kids I mean, at school. Yeah, I mean like people were annoying to your face in person. So I was like, ah, screw this. But um, the other thing too, speaking so speaking of that, I wasn't really even going to one pre-order this game, let alone two buy it. I really wasn't. Like I kind of pulled it out, pulled that pick out of my hat of like, okay, when we're doing the draft. I'm like, okay, I have. There's a lot of games. Both you guys grabbed up some games I was looking for. I was getting to the bottom of the barrel of potential in a triple in A AAA category. You know, I did a lot of indie picks like um, like the Hollow Knight sequel. So even though I picked Hogwarts, I I had sort of hope for it because like I said, I wasn't even going to buy it. And then over the course of like four days, you know, now speaking of algorithm and like phone stuff, it's like, oh, my phone listened to me. I think you realized I picked Hogwarts, boom! I found Just got out a new that, phone. I already got a purchase. Yeah, I, I got a new phone. There, <laughs> listening. How convenient, right, Church? <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, so what ended up happening is real quick about the week before release, a lot of creators and stuff were able to play it for like they got two hours, like a sponsored thing, and so you, I, we got a lot of gameplay, like a lot of gameplay right before it dropped, and that was when I that was when I did it, mm. and I'm having fun. Like I'm three hours in, I don't even have my wand yet. Like it, it's a, it's a big world. Um, I haven't done too much combat because again, I'm I'm very early. I'm very early on. Um, I'm looking forward to it. The, I do have one gripe. Mm. I have one gripe. It's picky, but people are noticing it and I'm not the only one. And I think all of us can relate. I never, I, I, I never thought I would have took forgotten the character creation. It annoys me that I am this beardless dweeb. Like, like the voice, the voice acting is good, mm. but the, I say good, it's just, put it this way, if you're coming to this, like you want to art, like art, like role play, you know, this is a very role play RP type of game, mm. you know, you're making your character, doesn't matter what you do, your doubt, your dude is going to sound 
like, like a 14 year old annoying <laughs> British kid. There's nothing you could do. There's yeah. nothing you do. There are different, like they say voice thingy, like voice whatever, styles. They're the same. In fact, when you pick the low, medium or high voice, it's just, it's the same voice actor. It's not like a different voice actor. Like, oh. hi, I'm Johnny. Hi, I'm Johnny. Like, it's yeah. just, yeah, it's just, they, they dialed it back and you can hear the auto tune. They're funny, funny. When I, when I did the normal voice to high voice, you can, it, it, it sound like, it sounded like T-Pain just flicking on his autotune. That's exactly what it sounded like. Oh, wow. Like, hi, I'm Johnny. Then, like, you hear the reverb a little bit. And yeah. so that was really annoying. So I just went mm. with the normal voice. Because it's there's either the, the options are guy voice, girl voice, and then normal high or low. But again, the high, normal, low, it's just literally autotuning. It would have yeah. was. So it, it is just really annoying me that no matter what, I every time there's a cutscene, it just really kind of annoys me. Just like, and this this beardless... You know, no facial hair, British dweeb kid. I just yeah. I can't I can't un, un, undo that. But otherwise, the game itself, I'm pleasantly pleasantly surprised. I'm looking forward to playing more of it today. Nice. Uh, any uh, any thoughts on uh, Hogwarts Legacy Church? Yeah, I mean, I'm I thought I'm glad that the game is really successful so far. Um, I grew up, you know, reading Harry Potter books. Yeah. Uh, loving the movies and just, you know, going on Universal Studios, just enjoying the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so a game, a good Harry Potter game is what I wanted for years. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the funk of Gotham Knights. But when I saw Legacy, it just I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be it, champ. Like, right. I, I just I didn't know it didn't look good. And even more surprised when Arthur was like, yo, guys, I saw the gameplay. I'm a pre-order Hogwarts. And I'm like, no, you make the bad Arthur. Decision, bro. <laughs> like, what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> um, but I'm happy that it panned out. Mm. And like I said, I, my, I've been watching my homie uh, stream the game over PlayStation for me. So I've just been watching him go through the game a little bit. Nice. And it looks good. It looks pretty dope. It's like, all that nostalgia factors kicking in for me and just being able to live in the world. It, uh, I can't wait to get into it. If only I can get off of FF14, then I, <laughs> then I get over there. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Very, very cool. Very cool. One thing I wanted to talk about, we don't have to dip in too deep, but I do know that it is a part of the conversation around Hogwarts Legacy. Mm -hmm, yeah. I find it interesting that there are some news outlets that, are deciding not to review the game because of J.K. Rowling, which I found kind of ridiculous just because, like, there's people that have worked on the game that do not align with what J.K. Rowling thinks of, you know what I mean? And to, for me to, to to have this stance of, like, no, we're not going to review this game because, you know, J.K. Rowling's a terrible person. And I'm like, well, that has nothing to do with the developer of the game. Like, they just want to make the game. You know what I mean? I'm like, what the what yeah. the fuck? You know, because I know, I know Kind of Funny is one of those people that decided not to review it because of that. And there's a lot of people oh, in the comments that are like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, that's stupid. Like, this is like, this game has had, like, record-breaking Twitch streams of, yeah. like, you know, and, like, Steam sales and stuff like that. And, like... Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of people are just enjoying the game for what it is, you know, not aligning with any type of, you know, ideology or whatever. So I just found that really interesting that people decided to go that route. I mean, what what are your what are your thoughts on that? Um, My, oh, go ahead, Arthur, you know. Oh, I was I was going to say I was kind of on the 
I get it, but I'm on the I'm on the fence about this road. No, not really on the fence. I lean towards the I don't get it side, because mm-hmm. I know. Then the reason I I can I want to say minimally on the fence is because like the way I talk about like Blizzard and stuff like that, um, and Activision's uh, both kind of the combination of Activision Blizzard. But with this thing, my thing is like one on face value, like the like one J.K. Rowling had like nothing to do with this game. Um, and the other thing, it kind of at least when the people like review that 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 like don't want to review it, it it reminded me of i want to say it was kotaku i remember that when they did their now famous review of cyberpunk they didn't know an assignment they did they didn't do any of the scanner missions because that involved helping the police and they and that was during like a lot of the blm protests and everything like that so she didn't want to help the police so it's like but if you know if you're a fan of like let's say kotaku and you want to like hey are the side missions worth it oh we didn't do it because i don't agree to that system well it's like okay then cool are you ever then it's like are they ever going to play wolfenstein or are they going to play any like controversial themed game you know what i mean like there's one thing of you know having having the beliefs of something like that but when it comes to reviewers things like that saying i'm not going to do it i'm just like well, yeah, I mean that just kind of opens a weird bag of like, well, where's the line of like, well, I don't like killing people, so I'm I'm only gonna I'm only gonna play Pikmin. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What about you, Church? Um, yeah, I I just don't hold any more high ground when when it comes to uh, that scenario. Like, I, mm. I I don't know if I'm invested in I don't know, man. It's like politics and video games. So like, I'm yeah. just trying to play my game and not necessarily have the two intertwined. Yeah, I if people don't want to play the game, you know, that's a, the prerogative. I'm not going to say you should play the game. You should play the game because it's a good gameplay and it's a good story. Yeah. Um. When when it comes to kind of funny, I did not know they were against reviewing Hogwarts. I don't yeah. know why they made that decision or what that would, you know, I, I, I don't know. Just so it, it got, I guess it crosses to the realm. Are we going to get like unbiased game reviews? You know, or are we going to like objectively look at a game and look what is good and what's not good or we don't yeah. have politics coming to the game like it's a great game but a b and z you know is the reasons why we don't play it i mm. don't know man i think it's i think it's a little bit too much like yeah i, I agree i think it's ridiculous because it, well, for me to me it's like it's not like it's not like the team took a picture in the Cosby suite. Play our game. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Well, you're like, this is incredibly offensive. Like, like there's there's someone who it's like it's like if it's like if like John Madden did something awful, so you're not gonna pick up Madden 2023. You know what I yeah. mean? Where it's like John Madden had they do making this game. You know, like it's, I feel like that's like the, the best analogy I can give. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like because I, I put I, I'm I, you know I put in the comments I put like you're doing a disservice to people that worked hard on making this game that have nothing to do with her opinion on on you know on, on that matter, so I, I just thought it was ridiculous and I agree like I think when it comes to this is this is definitely a slippery slope like I feel like you can divide this like like R Kelly and his music I can't divide that but when it comes to Howard Lizzie and J.K. Rowling you can absolutely divide that because they're just making a game like it's very very different you know what I mean so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I agree with you guys definitely, and I, I I'm the reason the only reason I'm not buying it and playing it is because I'm just not a big Harry Potter fan. Like I remember the first book I got was my grandparents gave me like a Goblet and Fire, but that was like the that was the the book that was the one everyone was reading, and I I didn't even read Sorcerer's Stones. I was like I'm like 
four books behind. (laughs) (laughs) And these are big fucking books. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I appreciate the gift, but I'm not doing it. So, but my (laughs) wife is a huge Harry Potter fan, uh, her and her sister, you know what I mean? So, I mean, she doesn't play games, but I feel like there's one game that she would play. It would probably be Hogwarts Legacy, which is funny. So, but, um, so transitioning on. Oh, okay, oh go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So a couple of th- a couple things also about the game itself. Um, so like just the face of the game, not the controversy behind, behind all that stuff. Um, I will say the Southern Church you were talking about, you're a big Harry Potter fan. Sure. The, th- the thing is, so when I say me, like who watched the movies and like have rewatched them just because, you know, background or whatever, because now they're on HBO. Yeah. Like I'm loving all the um, the find missions and the Hogwarts castle and everything like that. So I can only imagine if someone's like an actual Harry Potter fan that like likes the move, like they you know, like, you know, like their fandoms much higher than mine. And plus, they read the books. They'll love the map and everything like that. Um, there's this one area I keep finding myself, and like I kind of have my favorite gargoyle because the yeah. this is really. I know earlier I was you know speaking to like oh it's kind of weird and. Uh, I kind of sound like an annoying dweeb, but there's this, but there's this Scottish gargoyle. That's like my favorite. <laughs> uh, um, so it seems to be on brand. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I will, I will say it's, I mean, it's nothing really to think of it, but like, it is, it is pretty cool to have like a good Dublin and Glasgow accent in a game and Harry Potter is a perfect place for it. So again, for someone like me that I would say, I was like, I'm an avid fan, like, like, like I've been to, I want what they call it. I don't want to say Harry Potter land, but you know, the, the, the area of universal, uh, I don't know if they call it Hogwarts, you know, they call it the area. Um, and I've been there and I was like, I liked it. Um, but, but again, someone, again, someone who's more invested, like, Oh, this is great. This is great. And so someone that leans like, in, like they find themselves in that category of fandom, they're going to love the map. They're going to love the game. Again, I'm three hours in, I, I'm about to go to Hogsmeade. Um, I'm already, I'm excited for that. And the other thing, uh, too, I was going to say real quick, I don't want to go too much into it. On the other side of it, with the, the other controversial stuff, is I'm curious when it comes to people that don't want to review this game, it's like, I wonder what they're going to do when, G- when GTA 6 comes out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, it's just, it just, like, I feel like when you make these type of decisions, like, it, it's one of, like, then when do you draw the line, so to speak? Because, like, there's a lot of things in video games or characters that you play at that are not necessarily morally upstanding so to speak. So, like, why is this situation okay versus the other one? Like, I I don't know if they feel like they're directly, in, like, contributing to, like, an ideology that is different than them, and that's why they feel like they couldn't do it something away. I guess you just have to separate it. That being said, I'm actually surprised, because I know a group of people that be, they fall on this line where they do not like um, Harry Potter because of the controversy, or I guess the woman behind it. But they are now playing the game and they're loving it. Mm. So there, there, there's some people that was on that side of the fence and they still were able to come over to the game, enter the world and have a good time. So, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I guess that's a testament to the game that he's just able to capture, you know, captivate everybody at this point. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that definitely speaks to just, yeah, how good the game I mean, is. The team over there did a good work. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, one more thing for just for Harry Potter fans, sure. um, like Church, I'm, I'm putting you in this category. Uh, I think it's cool. I think more. I think more games should do this. I think Pokemon Pokemon should should start to do this. You can link the, your Wizarding World account online. That's the place where you get sorted into your hat. They sign up Patronus. They assign you a wand. You can link that to your game, and that's in your game. 
And I think I think that's awesome because again, I when it, when it comes to that fandom, even you know, even like we're talking about, even the old school days of Facebook, they had, they had that thing like the that when when the when the Deathly Hollows Part Two movie was coming out, everyone was going to all these sites and like tagging people and sharing people like, what house did you get sorted into? Yeah. What house did you get sorted into? So to know that that element of the fandom is there and to to put that in the game, I I think way more companies should start should start doing this. Like if they could if if I forget the name, um, the company that, that, that does it behind the, the game, Game Freak. If Game Freak can minimally link Pokemon Go to the next Pokemon game in any way, that's going to be huge. Like I immediately start, you know, thinking about stuff like that because it's it's minimal, but this is the perfect game to do that. To know like how like how many people tweet and share about their sorting, you know, what house they're sorting into, you know, their Patronus, their wand. And so I, I just think that's a really cool feature. I think more things, I think more, more, I think more IPs should really start looking into that. Yeah. You know, you could, you can start a community and if you build enough rewards into those systems, you know, that people love, you know, it, it actually rewards loyalty to like a game brand. Like we can keep something going. I think, I think that's what people want ultimately with the cross progression, the cross consoles. They just want to be able, what I do over here actually has long-term effects. So I get rewarded in something new in the adventure. I, I do have a actually curious question about Hogwarts, uh, Joe, real quick before we move on. Is yeah. that how do you guys feel about these companies now? I, I always bring a business perspective sometimes, I guess. So, so is that, <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. But like, you you know, you get uh DLC, right? Um, downloadable content from Twitch drops. You know, mm-hmm. if you, you watch your favorite Twitch streamer, you get clothes in Hogwarts now, or even you watch the Hogwarts, their own channel, you get special outfits that you can get the drop. You know, it's all to like boost or like numbers and like to make the game seem bigger than what it actually is. or mm-hmm. maybe it reflects it at what it actually is because you're watching it for those drops. Like, mm-hmm. like how, how do you guys feel about that? Like, instead of just adding that into the game in itself. I think it's a neat incentive. Personally, mm. I mean, uh, I, I don't think it's really harmful from like a microtransaction like situation. I mean, you're just giving out you're giving out promotable things to promote your game. You know, if you're watching content, especially like something on, like on Twitch, like that makes absolute sense to me. I, I think it's pretty smart, in my opinion. Interesting. See, see, a thieves does that a lot, and I know we talked about that a lot. I know a lot, church. Um, I like it. My my thing as long as it's like aesthetic only. Because then um, this game's more might be an exception because this game might be an exception because it's an RPG. There's no like PvP element where like, oh, this guy's wrecking me because he watches their Twitch channel more than me. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, so again, I I it's I'm on it's it's weird because like again the the part of me it's like oh that's kind of a corporate that's kind of a corpo move, but the other part of me is like, dang, I don't know, man. I I think I think you know even though the game failed. I think slapping Master Chief on a monster can for double XP is an ingenious move. Call it gamer fuel. Yeah, dude. Gamer that fuel. Was, we, were, we were living off that stuff at GameStop, bro. <laughs> During those two dude, weeks. On the Doritos, launch. man. Living, living off gamer fuel, bro. That orange shit destroying my insides. <laughs> so, so again, it's, it's I, overall in terms of pass fail, I'll give it a pass. If I have to grade, if I have to grade it, C plus B C plus B minus because at the same time it's a great marketing it's a great marketing move like it it, it I mean it and it's a great marketing move because it's like hey you know we get that gamers watch other gamers so they do and they have Twitch drop stuff like that yeah. um it's 
I'll say this again. It's like, yay. I'll, I'll lean toward it. I'm not like jump all in, you know, head first. Um, I will say this. I prefer Twitch drops over con exclusives. That that only bugs me because I'm usually too broke or I can't take time off work to go to con. So I'm just like, you know, for example, Blizzard. We talk about Blizzard a lot. Yeah. You know, so like, but, but back when I was like really hit into Overwatch one, I was like, man, oh, that that's a cool mind. <sighs> even for me, I'm like, even though I don't like, I'm not the biggest for Macron transactions. I'm like, I would rather pay five bucks for that than be like. I can't go to that con. It's really expensive and in Florida. <laughs> yeah. or, you know what I mean? Something like that. So uh, overall, I like it. It creates incentivizes. It builds a community. Um, I can't, again, not all in head first, but I, I, mean, I, I, I can say I'm here for it. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, uh, transitioning into uh, another uh, series that we've been keeping our eyes on, literally, uh, via the HBO series The Last of Us, uh, episodes four and five debuted just because uh, for episode five came out on Friday uh, because they didn't want to reduce any of their views because of Super Bowl Sunday. Um, So they decided to release that sucker on Friday. Uh, if you guys, you guys were able to watch the the last uh, two episodes, or uh, I guess we'll start with you, Church. What were your What were your thoughts? You got your You got your You finally got your comic book. <laughs> you got your comic book, Ellie. <laughs> I was like, thank God, <laughs> nerdy Ellie. Nerdy Ellie's finally here. Yeah, man. Uh, that's That's what I wanted to see. You know that That's That's the Ellie to me. Uh, at the end of the at the end of the day, I mean, I enjoyed the last four episode four. Is it episode four and five that just came yeah. out? Yeah. Yeah. So I enjoyed the episodes. They were pretty good. Um, I think episode four was really important. You know, you had that entire day with Ellie and Joel is just like, you know, building that relationship and ultimately establishing some ground of trust, you know, through the, you know, the trauma they had to go through just to survive, which ultimately leads to more trust in episode five, the way it ends, you know, when everything just the shit hits the fan. So I think it was cool character development and how, Quickly, you can establish um, that bond between these characters. Um, I, I, I appreciate the changes in the show. I mean, I saw a cool YouTube video where there was one scene in the truck, and it was like a shot for shot of the same dialogue between Ellie and Joel. I was like, wow, that was actually pretty good. Like, mm. I'm, I'm glad they kept that into it. Um, still spotting more of the yellow throughout the episode. Just kind of like a fun game that... Uh, me and the missus like to play like oh there's a yellow rail right here you know it was the video game language that we love from the last of us yeah um and i still enjoy the liberties that they're taking with the show i like yeah. the extra content um the backgrounds for characters development they're going for and just the when the zombies or the infected show up and it's just a crazy mob love it i i love it i know the game is slow pace you know you're not fighting <laughs> a bunch of all the time but crazy zombies is the way to go after day of the dead for me. So that yeah. I like running at full speed and just the carnage that comes with it. So yeah, that's my like, initial impressions. So, yeah, yeah. It's like speed this shit up. <laughs> it's chaotic, man. Like if yeah. somebody's running at you a full force, like that's terrifying. Like yeah. that walking dead stuff. Psh, I could just buy walking dead. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, what, what were your uh, thoughts, Arthur? I, I liked it. Um, um, the one I, I definitely can, I definitely like how their bond is building. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I definitely like how they're doing it. They're doing it slowly and subtly versus like, versus, you know, a flashback or something happens like, cool. You know, it's like, are we best friends now? Yup. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Um, so like, for example, how following the, again, we talk about spoilers here, um, you know, like following the, you know, the ambush and where Joel has to kill, uh, you know, kill that guy. Uh, you know, Ellie has a conversation with him of like, Hey, have you ever killed innocent people? And he's like, I know I've been on both sides of that scenario of luring people in. And you kind of see that, um, kind of reflect and towards the ending of the episode five, when I think like for the first time, uh, at least in the show, you know, Joel's like, put the, you know, don't, you know, don't maybe kill you, please. You know, he doesn't say, he just says, please just, just don't. Yeah. And I think again, you know, I, I, you know, I prefer that. So that's, that's that subtlety and to a point, a slow build, you know, in this dynamic relationship of what we're expecting of what we know, what's know to come versus them just like, boom, you know, Hey, we're BFFs now. I'll care. I'll kill everyone for you. Um, and the other thing too, I like how they're kind of addressed the seriousness of like, I, I'm going to say death, but like murder. Um, Naughty Dog does that pretty well, both with Last of Us and even Uncharted. Um, I want to say it's Uncharted one, the ending, you know, that, that big villain speech is like, he's like, I'm the bad guy. How many pe- how many of my men have you killed to get here? You know, and then they and and I think and Naughty Dog in both the Last of Us IPs as well as Uncharted, they they do they do address that pretty well. Like, hey, these waves of henchmen you just been killing are are their people, dude. Like, you and I want to say we're different, but we're kind of the same. And so I think um, not apples to apples, but I'm kind of seeing that more in in this show. The which I think they did touch in the game that like, hey, these are you know these are people you know these dudes had a group of people. Um, and now they're chasing them because they think they're mercenaries or whatever. But uh, one thing I have a question for you guys. I know we addressed it on, I want to say the first episode. So now that we've seen more of this actual horde thing that really yeah. wasn't in the game, um, I like it. Because um, uh, um, I, I do, I definitely agree with church. When you come, dude, even as a, even as a big guy that's in the over, overweight category, when I see a zombie like, slumping walking like 0.2 miles an hour i'm like how did this apocalypse happen like just walk <laughs> you know what i mean right. just <laughs> like <laughs> like like just walk away but then you know after like after 28 days later that's 28 days later changed the game for the zo- for a zombie anything i'm like oh yeah, that, that zombie def- can that run definitely one of the stars right. yeah we, absolutely we I, I we ain't gonna make it my dude <laughs> um so seeing again so seeing that that for me that liberty in this in this because that does that does when it comes to like apocalyptic or danger if you can't believe the danger it draws you out so again like shows like the walking dead you know they dress it with like oh it's a disease everyone has it whatever but again with zombies if it removes the danger of like just walk faster and this when that hole popped open oh i was like okay I'm, I'm, I want to see this. And I did love, and my last thing I'll say with, with creative liberties, I love that they, that they changed that sequence in the game because that, that like, I want to say watching my, when I watch the playthrough where they have, there's that sniper in the house and they go to the house and then the people come. Yeah. Um, I like how they did that tweak in the show for versus the game, because I forget how in the game, didn't they just like, after more humans came, they killed everybody. They just left. Right. So the zombies popping up right there. And that scene wasn't in the game, right? No, not like that. No, no, yeah, not with no. the horde. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, I like, I like the horde. Like I said earlier, it just, um, it makes it more, it makes the action, um, much more intense. Um, yeah. and you know, for like a video game, I guess you're so. 
I don't know how I want to describe it. It's you're so used to seeing enemies throughout right. the game, right? And then so on the show, you don't really see that much any infected, right? At all, kind of really. So when they finally show up on the screen, it was like, kind of like really dope. You know, I kind of liked it a lot. And it's just like it's really fast, it's really intense, and there's a bunch of chaos going on. Um, and that makes the show uh, you know, more lively to yeah. me, as opposed to. Um, other than that, um, I love the relationship between um I guess the brothers. Now in the game, was it father and son or were they actually brothers in the game? I forget. Ooh, that's a good one. I, I always thought they were father and son. I thought they were brothers only because the age difference. I thought they're brothers only because the age difference wasn't that big, it felt like. Okay. Like I wanna say the I wanna say the older dude, early thirties, late twenties, yeah. and in the game he was older. I will say that. The character in the game, I felt like he wasn't like he wasn't eight years. I don't I don't wanna say it, I don't remember him being like eight years old. I wanna say he was like Ellie's age, like maybe a little younger, mm-hmm. but yeah, not like sing, not like single digits. He wasn't that young in the game. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like in the show, I just I love The Last of Us in terms of the writing because, yeah. you know, you have another couple that's like kind of like Ellie and Joel, this on screen trying to survive. And, you know, they're doing tr- the one is trying to save the other one out of love, which eventually goes to how Joel and Ellie's relationship will grow to be. But just the way the dynamic and the choice of the kid being deaf, it it, it, it worked very well for me. It like. Yeah. From, I think from the game he wasn't deaf either, so mm-hmm. I think that was a little bit new. Mm-hmm. Um, it made you pay attention to the actor a lot more, especially as a kid actor. And I'm always kind of a hit or miss when it comes to kid actors. I'm gonna be honest with you, like they're either really good or really bad. Um, but just the gravitas of uh, the whole situation, and then when it ended, man, oh my god, it still got me. It hit me in the feelings. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, that still is such an intense scene in the game, and. W- watching it live just how quick he pulled that trigger and not realizing what he did i was oh man yeah. that, that got to me did that get to you guys like oh no yeah i was like, like oh shit you know like and then now? just like yeah no it definitely got me yeah i was like oh fuck i was like damn that was, that was done really well um but yeah as far as episodes four and five they're really they're they're really knocking it out of the park so far with this with this show man i mean one of the things that i really appreciate when i was watching episode four they're they're pacing they're they're pacing on uh joel and ellie's relationship you know bella ramsey and uh pedro uh pascal how they're slowly kind of getting more acquainted with one another and like kind of trusting each other it's just really good the pacing's really good like you hear you know you hear belly ramsey's character uh how she's getting more kind of like kiddish or just like her personality starting to kind of reveal like kind of how she is where it's just like you know like dude like come on <laughs> you know and just like saying these jokes and stuff like that or she's she's starting to take down this wall of like i'm gonna fucking kill you or just like fuck off you know what i mean really taking down this wall and really exposing like just like how she is is like how she is as a person and like you know and kind of joel doing the same thing as well you know what i mean so i just I just think their their pacing of progressing that connection is really starting to show, and I, I'm really I'm really appreciating it, you know, because I always think about what you said, Jerk, as far as like I really want to believe that they're like two peas in a pod because it, it it's very crucial by the end of the show and the beginning of season two, and I'm like I 100 agree. So, and I think they're just doing a really great fucking job with that. Um, as far as just for episode five. I would, I, I, I'm glad that it wasn't the whole fucking episode with the brothers. You know what I mean? Like if we had, mm. if we had a 
another episode where 90% of the episode is completely different characters and goes back to Joel and Ellie, I probably would be a little annoyed. Like, I think they, 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 they obviously, it obviously worked with episode three, but I think if we had another episode like that, I would probably be like, oh my God, come on. You know, so I'm glad like it was just like maybe like 20% of the episode and then the rest of it was like, okay, like, what are we doing? So I, I did, I did like that. That was my only worry for episode five, but yeah, I mean, the action was great. Um, I really love the scene, the, the specific part where Joel's sniping and Ellie gets into the car yeah. and the, the infected gets in and he shoots and he misses and she gets in and you see the look on his face. Like, Oh my God, I fucked up. Like, it's like, like, yeah. did I just like is this like 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 he was like oh my god like I think it's like she could like she could die like like I fucked up like what the fuck you know and then like when you know she gets out of the car it's just like that sense of relief I was like Phew. I was like Pedro Pedro's killing it man <laughs> acting you know what I mean so it's it's just a really good scene where he's trying to protect her and that moment where he doesn't and you really it's not like he's like oh fuck I can't go to Wyoming and get whatever I need to get or whatever like it was he kind of like it's like no like he like he actually cared about her well being you know what i'm saying so like that did he though or was he more concerned about breaking his promise to tess it could be a mixture of both but i think i think uh, to me i feel like there's a sense of both you know what i mean there's a sense of to me i felt that there's a sense of of both of having that that connection with ellie you know what i mean um at least that's I what have I, a third that's, that's I have what a, i got from it but i have a third thing to that i thought i thought because because at one point he misses and another part, he just pauses on shooting. Yeah, and he like he and he and because of the pause, that's the part I'm talking about. Well, yeah. Well, I thought the pause, like he misses and he, like he's struggling to shoot again. I thought it was because it was a little girl and it reminded him of his daughter. That's what I thought. Oh, mm. because yeah. because if he because because for me if he was like like pumping rounds like freaking out like no this other kid's gonna die. I'm like, oh man, he really doesn't, he doesn't want Ellie to die. But when he was not shooting, I thought, why wouldn't he shoot? Oh, this isn't just any clicker. This is like some kid. This is some kid little girl clicker. clicker. Yeah. Um, I so because like say because he went from missing to um sorry, the sun's like right in my eye. It's it's sun. Twilight <laughs> hour is very blinding. Um, <laughs> um, but again, so when he when when he started like pausing and 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 he there was hesitation that's why i i thought it was more of like it was more of like um it reminding him of his daughter yeah that, that clicker there that's an interesting point i, I yeah. think um i think it that's definitely, a real, oh go ahead go yeah. ahead i'm sorry no i mean that scene itself I, I think it's great that it can be interpreted so many different ways but i think what's undeniable is that you see a change in joel because that was the opportune moment where he could have just walked away from everything True. you know it, but from episode one he would have left it's like this ain't my problem. It's I'm about myself. I'm going to survive. And now he's fighting to get to the girl for whatever that reason may be, right? And uh, I, I got think, a new gun, deuces, bro. Right? I don't think I got a little bit ammo from, but I loved yeah. it. I, yeah. like, I, know. Yeah. <laughs> I was oh, like, no. I don't know where you're getting these bullets from, but keep them going. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, is he got a box next to the window sill? <laughs> I mean, I'm I just agree. Thinking, I. I I was thinking like the one time I've, it was like a single action rifle was a 22 and it was like, okay, there was like 10. 
I was like 10 shots in that single, and that was at that single fire 22. And I'm like, okay, we've definitely hit double digits. Yeah, going <laughs> in. yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah. I, oh, the one thing too, this is very random and, and, and separate from as far as like uh story plot connection arcs. But as far as like that scene, when that truck goes into the sand and then the horde comes out, I almost felt like that was kind of like a nod to, Remember how like the scientists were talking about how like ants are like the the prime example of this fungi of how it controls your brain and stuff. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, well, what happens when like there's an ant hill and the ant hill starts to get fucked up? A lot of these ants they start to scatter. So part of me was like, oh, what if that was like a nod to like this the the notion of like how the how uh, you know like how these these people are almost like ants in a way they swarm and stuff like that. I mean, obviously aggressive ants, but I, just, I was like, oh, I was like, that might, that's, that might be kind of like a slight nod to this, you know, the, the, as far as like how they're moving, you know, or it's similar to like ants or whatever. But, um, I'll say if that's the case, I can spot the soldier ant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Super <laughs> ant ripping, ripping dudes heads off. I'm like, Oh shit. So yeah. Big, was, big, yeah. Um, <laughs> big homie there. Yeah. So, I have another question. So now that we've seen like the big dude, the do you, the, I was going to say, do you think they're going to have, cause in the game, wasn't there a guy, wasn't there a big dude that would like take off chunks of himself and just and throw them at you? Throw bio shit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, or walks do you think up they're going to, and blows up. There's that guy. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that the same dude, the bloto, you have like the, Dang, that's, enemy that's, no, so that's, that's what I was wondering. Lotos. So, so, so when okay. we first saw the sneak peek, when we saw the sneak peek for this episode, I thought it, I, that's who I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the bloater. I thought it was the big, I'm going to tear chunks off this fungus of myself and throw at you and they're going to explode. Mm-hmm. I don't remember just a general big, big dude, punch, punching dude. Yeah. And, I think I remember, I think I remember a guy like that, but I don't, but you're, you could be right. It could be the same type of, enemy but i do know there is a dude where he just walks up to you and blows up at least last was part two i remember that i remember there's a dude like that in part two but so do you think we're gonna see, do you think we're gonna see all those enemy types or are they they won't they won't dive that far into the deep end of one-to-one game adaptation i think i think we will see i think towards the last couple episodes yeah especially when we get to the city in the west coast where you have to like you know go through a horde of monsters to get to the hospital uh, oh, I think yeah. the next episode, it's like, I think we're hitting winter pretty soon, probably, if I remember right. the time. And it's the questions like, who's the real monsters, man, or the infected, right? <laughs> we have the entire cannibals coming up. But I think we will. Episode 9, 10. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't want to, I guess because they spoil it for ourselves. But if you watch all the way past the credits, say, okay, like me, I let my phone just go. Um, mm-hmm. It did give a sneak peek into next episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, they did? Mm-hmm. Is it winter? Okay. Is it winter? Yep. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah. Cool. See you. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Professionals. Uh, uh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Huge spoiler. Um, seasons happen. I thought, Sorry. I thought we were talking spoilers. You know, it's no, uh, years. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. This so, is a spoiler yeah. cast as far as these segments. Yeah. Well, it, it is. Well, okay. So this is. Oh, so okay. It's a sneak peek. You can. Everyone can watch it. Um. Yeah. Uh. Next week. Uh. I mean, I get one spoiler. It's a sneak peek. Next week, he finds. He find he finds his homie. He finds his bro. Oh, okay. He finds. Okay. Right. Well, stop there. Stop there. Stop. Yeah, there. I was say that's why. Yeah. That's why I'm like. Yeah, it's yeah. like that. I'm like. Yeah, it's spoiler. But like, the show is still newish. But um. But I was. But I was gonna say at least for the sneak peek. Um. Yeah. Winner. It's yes. Right on. Okay. Full cool deal. 
Cool deal, man. Well, hey, uh, definitely, I'm a huge fan of this show right now. And uh, they're doing definitely a justice. And this is definitely, uh, to me, this is definitely one of those, like, uh, time to be alive and could change the course of quality for video games for future uh, future IPs. You know what I mean? Like, this is how you fucking do it, you know? So um, it's kind of like a Christopher Nolan moment for, like, for, like, The Dark Knight. Like, this is how you oh, do a fucking oh, movie, oh. you know? <laughs> I, was just, I was just talking to my brother-in-law about that because I want to see the new Oppenheimer movie. Sorry, just it was just very random. I was just yeah. talking about I was just praising Christopher Nolan today. Uh, one question I have, not to extend this too long, but uh, so next uh, next week's episode six, um, we're told there's twelve episodes. So next week's next week is the half mil, halfway there. Let's is it say twelve. I thought it was supposed to be nine or ten. Is it twelve? Oh. I could be incorrect. Twelve is the number that's stuck oh, in my head. I think it's nine or ten episodes for the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was gonna say, let's say it's ten. We, we've just hit the halfway mark, but let's say they, let's say they they pull this season finale. Like, boom, their brother brothers don't make it. Boom, season finale or hiatus. That some shows do in, around like winter, like art, like real time shows. I'll have a mid season finale in December and pick up again in March. If that's the case. This is easily top for me so far. Top contender of like one of the best game adaptations I've seen. Like, I'm happy to hear that for you, man. Yeah. Like, I can't, I don't know if I could put it in first because I would have to think of who else I might have in my maybe first category, but like, easily top three. Like, just boom. Blow, like, easily, easy, either way, it's going to be on the podium for a bronze medal minimum of, I think, best game adaptation. Mm. What do you think, George? I mean, I think I've told you guys, I don't know, on this podcast or off, I still think Warcraft, for me, is really good to its source material, and it was, it was a great movie, and I think it gets overlooked. Mm. Um, other than that, you know, I think it's it's doing pretty well, Yeah. but so far, man, it's like still the Sonic movies, man, is a whole lot of fun to me, mm-hmm. and then so, um, you know, I, I guess it depends what, what you're looking for in a film. Like, Last of Us mm. is a good one-for-one of the game True. so far as much as True. possible as opposed to sonic it has the spirit and the fun energy of the sonic games that you you kind of love yeah and warcraft is just now that's the game you guys should really watch warcraft bro when you get a free i need to okay i'll put this way <laughs> i'll watch warcraft if you watch the first silent hill movie i've seen the silent hill movies bro. Oh, okay yeah, yeah. Oh, okay yeah. not the second one i don't want to talk about the second one <laughs> I mean, I, I seen. I even thought Resident Evil, the first one, the first two were pretty good. The first know, two, yeah. First two. After the first two, and then it's be it just became slow motion 3D the movie. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Dude, me, dude, me and my, dude, me and my, me and my, me and my best friend there, we were watching, we were watching whatever Resident Evil, and we we would just shout unnecessary slow motion <laughs> all the time all the time just like it's like oh there's a zombie unnecessary reloading i'm cocking my gun then, then speed up unnecessary slow motion i'm firing one bullet it was just uh but but yeah i i was just i was just curious about uh that since we're arguably halfway through and it's uh, man again so far five for five. I think they're all hits of these episodes. It's yeah. good. It's going to be a good year for video games. Um, when I think of award season next uh, year, mm-hmm. in terms of the video game awards, because um, you know we have the Mario game movie coming out in April. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like I think I mean that everything I see about that looks pretty well, pretty good. So yeah. I'm excited for that. So it's going to be Last of Us, 
the Mario movie, who's going to win, you know, uh, I don't yeah, know. A lot of stuff. Are That's you guys tough. like excited for the Mario movie? I mean, it looks beautiful. I mean, as far as just like the, 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 when it comes to the visuals, I mean, it looks phenomenal. It looks like the fucking Wii, you know, the Wii games or whatever, Wii U games and Switch games. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for me to take my nephews to see it and whatnot. So I think it's brave. They have the cat suit. I mean, yeah. all, I mean, like at least in that first trailer, I mean, like the mushroom, you know, like they showed the mushrooms, like, Oh, yeah. boop, 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 he's going to get bigger. Like, nah, they didn't, they didn't go Tanuki in the trailer. They went cat suit. And I was like, okay, they're okay. That's a, uh, that's pretty crazy. That's it's pretty a little ballsy there, Mario. <laughs> kids love the cat suit, bro. Like, yeah. like my niece and my brother, like they love that in the Mario game, bro. It's like the thing. But I, I would have gone with the like, you know, uh, oh, damn, what's the Tanuki suit as well? Tanuki, yeah, yeah, the Tanuki. Oh, at least a file mushroom, you know, classic. Which, which, by the way, just changes his clothes. Just like, it's like, boof, it's red now, and you know, I mean, just changes. You know, yeah, everything else adds a suit, but it's like, it's like, how do you know it's a power? Well, he's wearing red now, but but yeah, yeah the other one, it's like a cat, and there's a tail. You can tell it's an animal. It's a tail, and there's a Tanuki tail in the ears. Yeah. Ah, he's wearing a red shirt. He can spit fire. Get over it. Joke, joke. <laughs> yeah. We all know how, <laughs> how the movie's gonna end. You know, my. He's gonna get knocked down, then all of a sudden get a power up star and, he, and fight out. So <laughs> that's how it's gonna end, bro. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Nintendo, Nintendo had their Nintendo Direct that occurred on the eighth of February. Uh, Thirty-six games were covered during that direct. I mean, they were really hustling to show you, hey, this is what we got. So I thought that was pretty impressive. Uh, when it comes to that, it's really funny. I was thinking about these directs and like the state of play that we should be getting pretty soon. And then the Xbox conference and all that. I feel like because of this fantasy draft, I feel like more of a stakeholder than I usually do. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where I'm like, yes, my game's looking good. Oh, yes, we have a, yeah. we have a street date. <laughs> you know, like, I was just like, yes, this is coming out, you know. Uh, or fuck, both. this is coming out because one of you guys have the game on your draft. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, both you guys, uh, both you guys have games uh, yeah. on your draft that came up here. Because Pikmin, I was like, oh fuck, the game yeah. of the year, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, you talking about? Oh wait, that Church game? has yeah. Church has two. No, no, yeah, actually, no, two, yeah. no, I wasn't. I was, game I was talking about twenty twenty three. I mean, yeah, you're probably gonna get that. Um, I, but no, I was, I was actually, I actually forgot about that. I was um, uh, Octopath Traveler too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yes, my pretties. I mean, um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, I'll, I'll go start with you, Church. What were your thoughts on the on the direct as far as just, like, just the, you know, how it went in general, anything you're excited for? Yeah, man. So, um, big Nintendo fan. Nintendo is a console thing I will always get paired to, like, a PlayStation or Xbox. It just, you know, Zelda, Mario games are, like, my bread and butter. Um, that being said, um, quality over quantity, you know, the 36 mm -hmm. games and that's a lot, maybe there's a lot for different type of audience, but man, it was just so underwhelming for me. I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't know what to expect. So I didn't go into with expectations, but, um, nothing really blew me out of the water, man. I just, I've been for this last year or two when it comes to Nintendo, I mean, been kind of concerning about like. Yo, what do you have on your plate? Mm. Um, like, you haven't really announced the next slew of games are coming out eventually. No. Um, you know, it's been dry ever since Animal Crossing came out. Even though that was a big contender, we had this, 
Paper Mario game coming out, but I don't. What's on the list? You know, mm-hmm. after Tales of the Kingdom, what what is coming out? You know, that Metro Prime Four game. Okay, that's, so, yeah, that's that's going to be relatively as big, or at least half as big, right? When it comes yeah, to the games, it, yeah. So for for what I was looking for, it didn't deliver on a milestone of upcoming releases that I'm looking forward to, mm-hmm. which makes sense. You know, they're, they're all focused on Breath of the Wild. Like, why announce anything bigger after that? Let's just keep that into the May. But so it was underwhelming for me. Mm-hmm. People are excited for Advanced War, Phil, Advanced War 1 and 2. I think yep. we finally got a date for that. Um, Shadow Drop of Metro Prime, you know, remastered. Uh, that was speculated for a long time. So that that's a big win for people that have been waiting for that. Uh, it's not my cup of tea, so to speak. Um, I'll go play Hollow Knight if I want a Metrovania. You know, that's just how I feel about it. Um, other than that, um, Zelda you know, yeah. is what I cared about. And what they showed of Zelda. Love it. Yeah, Love everything they showed about. Ganondorf <laughs> is here. <laughs> you know, it's been confirmed. He, he, I, it's he's the villain. He has voice acting, which is great. Mm. Um, I love the car mechanics, the build your own ride type thing in the game. I'm like, all right, that's that's pretty cool. So I love everything about Breath of the Wild, and I'm excited to play it. I'm sure it's going to be great. Man, I wish we had that Nintendo Switch Pro on Nintendo Switch Two. Yeah, because I look at this game and I'm just like, man, that's like 12 frames per second, 22 <laughs> frames per second. And, you know, I got my home gaming set up right now. I'm trying to get 60s at a bell minimum. Right. And now I'm looking at this. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't Dude, know. Church is like used to 4K and the, Church is used to 4K and Nintendo's like, what's the K? you're in the hundreds bro this is a hundreds company (laughs) four kirby's (laughs) 1080 sometimes like yeah yeah Yeah, we bought that this nintendo we bought that 720p (laughs) yeah right because they they already said this is going to be the biggest like downloadable game like on the switch this will be like 18 gigs or something Oh wow, eighteen. I know. But for that little that little fucking Android tablet, it's <laughs> it's gonna yeah. it's gonna it's gonna Dude, be a lot for it, you know. It's Skyrim, gonna be good. Skyrim came out twelve years ago and that was a whopping eleven gigs. What would he do? <laughs> <laughs> um I'm I'm sure it's gonna be fine, but I guess, you know, I just want the best of the best, you know. Yeah. I, I wish it was like at least uh faster frame rate for me. Uh, but other, other than that, man, the um, the entire direct to me was kind of underwhelming. Mm. Um, I did I didn't care for it, man. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I skipped a couple of games. I'm like, not for me, <laughs> not for me. What <laughs> man, the, I'll just say this man, dude, this man's like this man's like I expect I expect the best, dude. Final Fantasy 14 is spoiling you if you're coming from Final Fantasy 14 to a Nintendo <laughs> Bro. Direct. Bro, <laughs> man, I've seen the light. I'm no longer stuck in the cave with Plato. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like this dude's like experiencing like frames, a new gaming setup. You have a yeah. what is that? Don't you have a curved 4K monitor? I mean, I mean, I mean, tell about my business. You know? Go ahead, stop, okay. bro. Go ahead, stop. Go ahead, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Going. I'm just saying. Going from going, dude. Going from like Final Fantasy 4K and your setup to like a Nintendo Direct. <laughs> 
my guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, need, so needless to say, the Game Boy Advance games on Nintendo Online did nothing for you. <laughs> Who cares about these Game Boy Advance? What? what are we, you playing Game Boy games, bro? Like, I'm, I'm a man, okay? You sound like Jim Ryan, no bro. <laughs> you sound like Jim Ryan right now. Yo, I mean, fuck all these old shit. These ain't oh. blockbuster games. Oh, I, no, I mean, I love it. Uh, yeah. The game, I've never... I want GameCube games, okay? Mm, That's the emulation. That would be huge. That would be huge. GameCube games. For God's sake, please add Super Mario Galaxy 2 to the online store. Just Mm. free to download on the emulation at this point. It's just Game Boy games and Game Boy Colors. Great. If you want to play those games, that's that's fine. I mean, more games is always cool. But it it doesn't do anything for me, man. It don't, don't. don't tickle my pickle. So like, <laughs> I don't know one Nintendo fan that Pause. doesn't know of emulators. Pause. <laughs> I don't get up early in the morning for them. <laughs> Did you guys like the Game Boy games? Like, what's going on? Uh, I mean, it's not I... tickling my pickle, but I mean, <laughs> I like pickles tickle a little bit. God, I mean, if, I mean, if they would show Bayonetta three, and there might have been some tickling. I mean, oh. <laughs> what, what were your? That's did, understandable, but like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Did you did you check out some of the the direct, uh, Arthur? Uh, yeah, I saw I I saw IGN's recap. Yeah. Um, and so I will say this: Hey, man, if you 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 said something that that was like, hey, apples to apples here, you're talking about like if you want Hollow Knight for a Castlevania game, Dead Cells Return to Castlevania DLC looks pretty cool. And yeah, I and it when it comes. And when it comes to the and 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 I'll say this because you know me, you know, hey, it, this isn't a shocker for me to tell you about a positive thing about Game Pass. Dead Cells is on Game Pass, <laughs> so you mm. can, so you can have it. <laughs> so I'm just saying the deal. So that I'm means got a plug in for the day. <laughs> hey, dude, I'm just saying. Do you do you do you do you fun it is to have Game Pass and watch a different company's <laughs> showcase and be like, uh, are you have to pay for that game? <laughs> okay loser like, <laughs> like, like dude drill like like dude game passes game passes telling me the pre the pre-download the show mlb the show 23 i'm like oh zony your boy's having fun over here like, <laughs> and so uh so i I'll, and so i would say that because the reason i was thinking about that is because that was something i did look forward to is because dead cells has been a game that I've been wanting to dip my feet into for that Metroidvania because I beat yeah. Ori and the Blind Forest. You know, I beat Ori and the, and the Blind Forest. You know, and sorry, games. the Will and the Wisp, the second one. I beat I beat Great Ori games. too, the the Will the Wisp, and I was craving that side scroller Metroidvania thing. So of course, you know, Dead Cell shows up and recommended, and now poof, we get, uh, we get the trail, we get the trailer for um, Return to Castlevania DLC, which again. Yep. Uh, this I don't think it'll be a deception, but so far every every time I've noticed a Game Pass game has DLC, the D- the DLC is discounted. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> um, I, I will say I am looking forward to again. I don't want to switch, so me looking forward to means that looks fun, but I won't buy it. <laughs> um, is the game Blanc? Um, it was a very oh, yeah. it was a very black and white animal. Yep. like animal foresty game mm-hmm. um the oh, art yeah, style yeah. the art style reminded me of okami but with like no colors just black and white um and the other thing the other thing too that um i was looking forward to again i won't buy uh was pikmin that was one of the that was one of the few nintendo like franchises i i did enjoy playing pikmin um 
Pokemon games not playing in the dirt. What are you talking about? Like, what, what? <laughs> I'm just joking. No, Pokemon. No. What is this good, game for ants? <laughs> <laughs> no, Pikmin's get good. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna shed some love if you don't mind. Um, this game called Rain Code. Um, that was also on the direct too. Um, I'm a big uh, Dangaropa fan and the Nine uh, Nine series games yeah. as well. Yeah, so this is like same vein of same people. So I'm really looking to like that type of game coming out. But I don't think it's this only on the Switch. So if it's on PlayStation, PlayStation, I'm gonna get on PlayStation. Oh yeah, I yeah, gotta yeah. get my frames. You know, you know, but like <laughs> <laughs> get the frames. Cue me just googling. Is this on Game Pass? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For real though, yeah. <laughs> Dude, get the frames. Like, get the frames where you can get them, baby. Get the frames where you can get them. Right, let me, let me, oh, let me ask you guys really if quick. We, if we sell merchandise. We should. That should be one of the shots. Is it on Game Pass? Like, we, yo, we have like one day we will be official Xbox affiliates of Game Pass. That would be hilarious. I would Please. love that. Game Pass. I blew Drell, dude. I blew, I blew or Drell blew his own mind when he finally discovered Game Pass, and so at least Doom on his phone, which I will still love. Yes. Joel's like, yes. dude, I play Doom on my phone. I'm like, yeah, that's what I've been No, no, you're not <laughs> yeah. going to do this bullshit gonna, again. I kept telling you, originally <laughs> when Game Pass yeah. was out, nothing was out except Gears of War and yeah, Halo. Yeah, yeah, there. Oh, yeah, I, 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 Halo Gears machine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I plugged no, in my PlayStation 4 controller to my fucking Galaxy and I can play Game Pass. So I'm like, what the f- Where have I been? In a freezer? <laughs> no, I'm happened? with you. I, I, I didn't get Game Pass since like year two, maybe uh, till year two, maybe three. But no, but yeah, vanilla, yeah. But Crazy. they're 2.0. They're 2.0. Yeah, they changed. Yeah, they changed the game, baby. I was gonna say, uh, just uh, leaning on yeah. Nintendo one once more before we transition over. What are you guys' thoughts on Tears of the Kingdom being seventy dollars? Take, <laughs> take my money, take my money, bro. Take my money, bro. Like take it, <laughs> take it. And that they announced the collector's edition. You know your boy. Collector's edition. <laughs> You're all like, shit. Make eighty bucks. <laughs> I'm the opposite. I'm like the gall. Like, dude, I remember when I remember when people were upset that PS5 games were gonna be seventy bucks. You're telling me like a PS5, Spider-Man two, 4K, how many frames a second? Seventy bucks. Okay, and Zelda's like, hell, Zelda in the title. It's new. Someone put a seven in front of that zero. Nintendo. I mean, Bro. like, it's gonna sell. It, but the gall. I'm just, I'm just saying. I would say this when the controversy of Xbox One not having their games backwards compatible back in the day. And they mm-hmm. went up and interviewed Reggie Fils-Mame, like, how do you feel about your games? You can't give them to your friend. And their response was like, well, Nintendo doesn't have that problem because our customers, once they buy our game, they never want to sell them again. So we don't have that issue. That's uh, what I knew that Nintendo uh, is uh, not uh, afraid to let the nuts hang. And they they $70, bro. They were like, yeah, and what? Church, they're not allowed for them hang. They're not allowed for them to hang because they know you'll still gobble them. Like, <laughs> 70 bucks. Uh, I, like, that, bro, I ain't that, gobbling, bro. I'm just saying, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, you going to gobble them. It's not, dude, it's not nuts saying it's the goal. Like, like sales, Nintendo's like, what's that? How do you spell that? What is that? <laughs> you know, like, uh, dude, Nintendo, Nintendo's like, this game's, this game's been, this game's 10 years old. Yeah. Full price. Why is that? Why is that confusing? Oh, uh, what? Oh, no, this is Nintendo. We don't, bro. we don't know about discounts. <laughs> no, Nintendo is not a console for cheap ass game. You know, I, I hear you. They, in a serious note, is the seventy dollar price tag justified? 
who's to say, bro? Who who's to say? I, don't, I am. No, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, go I, I mean, <laughs> this, this think, is, that's a good question. Dollars in general is justified. Is it seventy dollars in general? If you don't think like Xbox Series X games or PS Five games should be seventy dollars, you're just not going to agree with Nintendo, right? Mm. How did, well, do I you mean, guys feel that like should be seventy? I mean, for, I don't want it to be seventy. I'd rather it be free, but you know, that's just me. Uh, <laughs> I. My thing, it's my hard, thing it's hard is, to swallow, right? Because we don't got a we don't got a shiny new switch two in front of us. We're like, yo, here you go. Yeah. It's like dude, a shiny do a shiny switch two is like a shiny two K. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it might be easier if they have a shiny sixty yeah. frames a second. I mean <laughs> <laughs> it might, it might okay. be easy. Like I'm that's what I'm saying. It would be like again. Will it not be? Will it not be arguably game of the year? We're calling it now. You know, doubtfully. It's, you know, I, I don't see a major contender for it as of right now. Um, are, again, are people going to buy it? Yes. But again, at face value, is a dude that just paid like eighty bucks for a triple um, A special edition, and like for the knowing what the switch, how it performs. That's because that because that was Sony's defense. Like to a point, Drill, because Drill, because Drill, correct me if I'm wrong. To a point, when Sony announced, "Hey, PS5 games are going to start going up," they they mentioned that they mentioned because of the increase in technology and graphics and performance that 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 price value is matching that work and input into it. So for me, being being you know being having Sony being the first one at the gate for that price point and backing it up with reasons. And Nintendo not being able to match those same reasons remotely, performance-wise, that's why I'm like, no, I don't think it's reasonable. Yeah, this is an interesting conversation, right? Because I think you have a really good point, Arthur, where you're saying if it's coming from PlayStation, you can understand it because of the power of the console and all that stuff. Um, but I think the, this, has kind of been an, this, this has kind of been an age-old question because... In theory, games have been. I remember Colin Moriarty used to talk about this with uh, Greg Miller all the time during Podcast Beyond. You know, Colin Moriarty would say games are cheaper now than they've ever been because of cost of production, cost of technology, and everything, and, and marking it. And even what was that sixty dollars? He's like, that's incredibly cheap compared to how much it should cost. So I think in that nature, it it, it you know there, there's 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 financial facts around that now when it comes to tears of the kingdom the pill might be a little bit harder to swallow because it's like you know you got you got you got the gba advanced announcement <laughs> they go like, oh, by the way oh oh and there's no gonna be and they already said there's no console refresh anytime soon you know uh <laughs> they, they they announced that um they like, you know they and be alive <laughs> Dude, Nintendo was Remember when they said like, you know, when they 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 will deny something and then all of a sudden they'll come back like two months later with new console. You don't. They've done that Maybe. in the past. I mean, right? they did the OLED screen, but I mean, I think it's I dude. I think uh, dude. I think it's less. I think it's less nuts on table and more like them mooting you and expecting to kiss their ass. Like, <laughs> I because I think because my thing my thing is I feel like. I feel like when it comes to financials for Nintendo, this has got to be the most expensive thing that Nintendo's made. Probably going to be the most expensive thing uh, for for them, for, like the most expensive game for them to make all like out of like the entire fucking year, twenty twenty three, right? So for them to mark this seventy dollars, but for this to be, they know how impactful this is. Like they know how impactful and important this is. So I think Arthur does have a point as far as like if we change this to a seven, people are going to still buy it. You know what I mean? Like I, I kind of feel like 
I kind of feel like this is this is at least a good game to do that for because people would pay twenty dollars more for this game. Like that's how important this game is. So when Arthur was like, the game's gonna fail, I was like, they literally can't afford like they can't afford for this game to fail. Like if this game fails, to me, Nintendo is like they're not in trouble because they're still they're like one of the I think the Switch is one of I want to say like top five or top three like like highest selling console of all time. Um, but when it comes to just an IP releasing, I feel like when it comes to, especially tears of the kingdom, like this needs to hit the mark, you know what I mean? But this is a good game to make $70 for Nintendo. I, but my, my thing is that if you, this game has to perform well though, that's, that's my biggest thing, because if you're paying $70, you're having people buy, uh, this game from a console, say, if, say I'm a first time swish owner, right? And if this game chugs and I paid 70 bucks, I'm an unhappy motherfucker, right? So they have to make sure that this game runs on any type of Switch, whether it's the OLED version, if it's the regular version. If they can get away with it, nobody's going to talk about it. Early adopters are not going to bitch about it. No one's going to bitch about this price. And, you know, eventually they're going to be pushed into making a refresh for the console. But this is kind of the ultimate means test for me because I'm kind of leaning with Arthur as far as like, Seventy dollars, bitch. <laughs> like, it's like people are also- be like, no. You're like, I mean, they're showing this product that's the most popular game that people want to play in 2023. You know, so it's kind of my thing. True. I mean, I think um, when it comes to seventy dollars in general for a game, I don't necessarily agree with it. I mean, I understand that prices haven't risen in like ten years, right? And compared to other forms of entertainment, it's relatively cheap for the hours of fun that you have, right? Mm-hmm. But at, at the same time, we, we are talking seventy dollars, and it's not about it's not about how much we've curved off inflation. It's just about how much money is that to a person that's going to spend the money. It, it's a lot of money at a some point. Like you know, seventy dollars is not something to like to joke about. Now, whether or not Nintendo has the right to it, I think. They're doing it because, you know, they're just trying to be competitive with, you know, Xbox is doing it, PlayStation is doing it. So let's just have a price, you know, point at this at mm. this time. It sucks that you could have pre-ordered Tears of the Kingdom prior for $60, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what? But, <laughs> Are you yeah, because yeah, people had to oh, pre-orders yeah. Yeah, for $60 for years. Yeah. And now they, they took down all the options to pre-order before they release this. And now if you pre-order, it's $70. Yeah. Let me add $10 to that player. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Exactly. Exactly. Drill, we um, talk about and praise. I'll just say real quick. We, Drill and I normally, again, as non-Nintendo console owners um, and players at the moment, yeah. we, we have praised Nintendo for, like, staying in their lane. Like, you know, not really getting into the Sony versus Xbox situation, whether it's Game Pass, subscription services, whatever. Um, when it comes to like, when you know, we praise, you know, Nintendo staying in their lane, this price point thing, that's like me seeing them like, oh, hey, what's what's happening over here? I'm like, no, like, you know, nah, 70, no. 70, 70, 70 bucks, 70 bucks. That's again, that's an Xbox Nintendo price point. So that's an Xbox Sony price point, but a Nintendo Switch price point. Uh, like I said, because well, my my go to summation of Nintendo is they 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 stay in their lane very well. They know their they know their fan base, they know their customers. So whereas the justification, if at all, if we hear from it, 
of the seventy dollars. That that's me with them going, er, you know, hey, what's in this left lane over here? Um, and I will say real quick too, Joel, to your thing of like you're listening to the OLED and the other thing. Yeah. Um, the 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 switch light is there is there a performance thing on that or is it just that it, the, the switch light just cannot take those physical chip things? Um, <clears throat> there's no performance for any. There's no the performance. Switches. There's no performance that increase. That on the OLED does not. Yeah, I think okay. uh, I know in general they made a couple. Of, they made a couple of minute, uh, minute cosmetic adjustments. Uh, obviously, with like the D pad shit, and then um, with the the stand, like thirty minutes longer battery because yeah. we got a different battery. I think at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. I think there. The, yeah, there's a few aesthetics that they adjusted, but but nothing, nothing crazy. Okay, so it wasn't model. it wasn't like a Xbox Series X versus Series S no. thing. Just a, okay. No, no worries. I I just I just wasn't sure. Good question. Good question. Yeah, it's like more like the DS versus the DS DS XL. You know, oh, okay. just bigger. Yeah, okay. wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, um, Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just kind of hard as well for this price point. I'm not surprised. I mean, do you think all the games are going to be $70 going forward? Because sometimes they release games for $50, depending on the title, right? Yeah, they do that or many times, it's... especially for Mario shit, Super Mario Brothers, like the yeah. new shit. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was funny. I was going to use your own words against you, Church, where uh, where I remember a few episodes ago, you're Go like, ahead, remember when you said that this is a pri- this is a privileged hobby. <laughs> yeah, this is an expensive <laughs> hobby. $70, $70, baby. No, um, but to answer your question, no, they, 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 they can't have this be all $70. I think if there's special IPs like this that yeah. are really their bread and butter, I think it makes... I, I I could find some ju- some justification in those being seventy bucks, but they can't price everything seventy bucks because that's where it's like, come on, guys, give me a new console, <laughs> you know, so, give me a, give me a full refresh. Right. You know? Coming soon, Pikmin four, seventy bucks. <laughs> <laughs> like like right. they, they can't. So it's easier for gamers to swallow an increased price if there's a hardware performance packaged along with it. Like am if I, you're getting something I, out of the performance. Am I to a it, point? It, yeah. It, it, at least this is for Jarrell's brain because for me that gives me that gives me like comfort in in the life cycle of my console like if you're going to invest in a tech a technology increase in my console a, a, a longer lifespan then yeah sure like if the game's gonna work if run even better sure i i can justify spending 70 bucks it's like buying a, a new car or a tesla or something it's like yeah everything maybe certain things are going to be more expensive as far as maintenance but if you're giving me a tesla <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm buying a tesla so it's going to be like crazy different lifespan versus other things so um yeah that's kind of my notion so. i have a question um in terms of one-to-one performance did they announce anything different or improved from the last Legend of Zelda game? No, just trailers, bro. No, okay, so nothing nothing like now in this or like higher resolution, just oh no, okay. just gameplay no. and whatnot. I, I mean, mean yeah. I mean those worlds well, are beautiful, I, you know what I mean? Expect, okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think for Nintendo games, man, it's not necessarily the frames a lot of the times. Nintendo games always feel amazing. Playing Mario always feels that's how it oh. felt good playing Breath of the Wild. Right. Oh, sure is breaking so up. long as they nail that feeling, I, I think the game would be fine. Mm. 30 frames per second or not. Dang. Okay. 
Is it my end that I'm breaking up? I feel like you guys. Yeah, I, I, can you guys see shows, shows your signals from yellow to red. I'm not sure. Ooh. Okay, well, I was gonna, I was going to say Ooh. it's like drill. I think I had the justification of why it's twenty dollars. See, the last Zelda had a one. This one has a two. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was going to be the sequel, but then they put tears. I, I would have loved that title. Are you spending seventy bucks, bitch? Dude, I would have. <laughs> the Tears of the Kingdom is the seventy dollar increase. <laughs> Dude, I would have. I would have loved that title of like Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, the sequel. Like, <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. Hurts, but Legend of Zelda, seventy dollars. Um, one thing I want to go back to with the. Uh, Nintendo Direct there, we we're mm. talking about the, we we're talking about and you know we're joking on you know the game the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance stuff. Yeah. I, um and then we got dis- yeah. we got distracted we got distracted by someone's um, pickle and said tickling. Uh <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know a single it wasn't me. <laughs> Have you ever seen the interview? I think well, that was in the NBA. Five. Sorry, what were you saying earlier? I was going to say, I don't know a single like diehard Nintendo fan that does not know the way around an emulator. So that's just one, that's the one thing when I, when I saw this, when I saw like Game Boy, like the Game Boy stuff coming, that just went through my head of like uh, that, that market, that market or the absence of Nintendo's market for that um, has been, has been filled pretty good with emulators. I no, I'm not saying again, I'm not saying the subscription won't do well. Yeah. I'm just saying, I do know a lot of Nintendo fans that, um, like to save you know save their money you know i can't you know that being said i, I still know they're going to pay for zelda i mean it's zelda yeah. but that was just one thing i thought of that's one thing i thought of with how long people have been asking for it with people how long people have been asking for this game boy stuff this game boy advanced stuff dude emulators have thrived i mean in fact in fact i forget what it was but i want to say there was a new thing of a new uh, people found out another emulator program that works on the xbox <laughs> yeah i think yeah. um so um oh, oh, i do go have it yeah, as a Nintendo fan, um, correct, because you guys are not, you guys like Nintendo, but I don't, you guys don't own a Switch, right? Am I? Yeah, that's what it is. I, I, I like, yeah, yeah, I like Nintendo. I just, um, I've, 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 the only consoles I've ever owned of them is their handheld stuff. I stopped at the 3DS, but yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't have a Wii Wii U or, or a Switch. I just stopped at yeah, the so, SP. I traded in for Halo 2. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good trade, my dude. So, I know they get SP, but you ain't Halo um, 2. <laughs> So for for Nintendo fans, what's kind of disappointing about this emulation is if you owned a Wii, and I even think it was on the Wii U too, we already had 64 GameCube, Game Boy emulations already on those consoles. They took it away for Switch, and they spent slowly drip-feeding the releases again. Yeah, and it was free. You you didn't have to pay a dime. It was just free. So. Even though Nintendo Switch's online is $20 a year, right? Um, and you're kind of paying for this little access already. It, we had it on the, the Wii initially for free to anybody that just had it. And then the Switch came out and now it's just, here you go, you know, once a year. <laughs> so, Holy shit. So That's a huge when fucking it comes point. To Game Boy and Game Boy Color is just kind of like, it's underwhelming because, like, there's so many great games, right? It's kind of hard for me to find time to go back and play retro games. Uh, but also, I've already had it before, <laughs> you know, and now it's just, here we go, here we go again, so. Damn, and, that's, and a, also, that's a great and, point. First of all, I didn't know that. Like, that's, dude, that's like, that's that's weird. Bro, that's like a that's like a eating, bro. That's pretty scummy. 
Dude, that's like, pretty scummy, bro. That's I mean, bad scummy for Nintendo. It was it, it was free, man. So you can't. Yeah. And then it true. is what it is, bro. <laughs> now I, they're charging I, I, you a dollar a year. <laughs> not, not this is against you, true. But the overall, from, again, from the outside looking in, I have said a lot that Nintendo fans put up with a lot of stuff that the majority of Xbox and Sony people, I don't think, would at least be so silent about. Because I didn't even know about that. That's. That's 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 huge. That for me at least, I got a free thing on a, a two consoles ago, and now on like I said, one of the top five selling consoles of all time. You're gonna add this same feature you had in for free two two generations ago, and now it's a fate service. Oh, I would, I would not be happy well, with that. Yeah, they have the most loyal early adopters out of the three platforms. So it's one of yeah. those things. Yeah. Yeah. The the other thing I was gonna say too, also you know with emulators, is they offer features that we want in these remasters that aren't there. Like I, I, I did an emulator for, um, em- for Pokemon Emerald. Dude, spacebar, just sprint everywhere. It makes Pokemon game, the old school Pokemon games, like so much faster. You're just like, or you just across save the anywhere. You don't have to wait for some little fucking. Because when we see remasters of like, let's say these old arcade games, like Metal Slug, for example, you know, there are things to realize that you can't really translate one-to-one from an arcade machine to a console. And we've seen that sometimes when you, for this, so for either emulators or actual remasters of handheld games, um, to like newer generations, there just there are certain tweaks and things like that. Like uh, I want to say there was a remaster of like, uh, for example, Capcom. Capcom has a lot of their arcade cabinet um, side scroll beat 'em ups remastered in collections on on the Xbox. I think I bought one of the collections for like two bucks a while ago. Um, and again, there's little features that you couldn't have had on the in the actual old school arcade. Um, so. I hope that when they bring this paid now paid service on you, there are some of those things that people have been used to for a long time with emulators, like save anywhere. You can speed up your walk yeah. speed. You can, you know, you know what I mean? Like that for me, the, that was one of the only reasons I really got back into and played Pokemon Emerald because I never finished it when I actually had it was just, you know, being able to sprint. And then once I actually bought the bike in game, Oh man, getting from A to B was like, just zipping around. So I, I would be curious if they don't have those features on how vocal the Nintendo oh. emulator community is going to be about that. I mean, I, I could speak on to that. I mean, they actually do a pretty good job with the online service for emulators, like okay. Mario Kart Game Boy, right? They actually added an online feature now. So you can I can play. Yeah, the game was not online multiplayer, so they added it online multiplayer. And that's for a lot of the old games, would it be on the SNES or NES2, you can do that as well. Mm-hmm. And then they actually do... The like the here's the original version of this game, and here's a second version of this game where you can just do like a boss run. So they do custom. They always release a customized version of the game where you can have like these hacks or cheats where you can start off with all weapons and do something thing. So they 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 spruce them up as you would do in an emulation, but is it the same emulations that you're used to from other companies? Who's to say? But they you know they try to give you more for it. And remember Nintendo Online. You just pay for the online service. It's only $20 a year for the entire year. So, you know, I mean, I mean, compared to like Xbox and PlayStation, that's really cheap. And I can put like six people onto my account. So it's literally like less than a dollar. It's it's the price is fair, even though it was free before. It's a fair price, in my opinion. Um, But, yeah, they do. They do add all that stuff that you're talking about also. It's pretty that's fun. good. That's good. You I didn't know save, that. I was hoping you can to save anywhere you want to. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. awesome. 
Definitely, yeah. definitely. So uh, one of the, uh, I guess just continuing on, I don't have a transition for this. Uh, <laughs> we're when, I talk, when it comes to video games being highlighted more so uh, in uh, multiple industries and not just within our own walls of the gaming industry, uh, we're also being highlighted in the music industry. What I mean by that is Assassin's Creed Valhalla winning a Grammy. I believe it's the first video game to win a Grammy, if I'm not mistaken. But let me read this here. It says, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Dawn of Ragnarok composer Stephanie Economo uh, uh, won the first ever Grammy Award for video game music industry on February 5th, claiming victory in the new category of best score soundtrack for video games and other interactive media end quote um pretty amazing and pretty funny too how that guy and uh uh enunciated uh the valhalla right arthur remember you yeah. put a- <laughs> oh i have <laughs> i have on i have it on i have it on deck i have it on deck to play it right now so. oh i should i should uh, play through my, i should play through my bluetooth here um uh, yeah because i could probably do it through here but uh i guess give me your thoughts on just the win church before i play that i mean i think it's a cool look that i like Something as prestigious as the Grammys is adopting different type of like um, categories to improve the viewership because they're kind of relative now. But um, I think it's a cool <laughs> man's <laughs> dropping facts. <laughs> um, but it's kind of cool that you know it's another stage where video game music can be appreciative. The gamer in me is just like really Assassin's Creed and all the great musical scores that we've had. I is weird that it was the first one, but that's just me and my preference. Yeah. And I'm hating a little bit. I didn't. I played Valhalla, and I'm just like, you know. Yeah. Y'all was gonna say, I was like, you played it too. <laughs> no, I played the game, but like, they had the best music from last year. Come on, man. Like, so, um, let, let me see if this if this registers here. Go ahead. Go ahead. And the Grammy like, goes to. Assassins Creed Valhalla. <laughs> Assassins Creed Valhalla. Valhalla. <laughs> no, I think I I agree with you, Church. Just because, like, we've we've listened to amazing video game soundtracks throughout the course of us just playing video games in general, right? I mean, fucking yeah. Harry Griggs and Williams when it comes to, like Metal Gear Solid. Uh, the Hitman series, amazing music. Last of Us, obviously, and since that's being highlighted now on the show. Uh, but yeah, time and time again, we get these amazing soundtracks. And then just this deal. This is a DLC, I think, by the way, too, that part of the score of, of a DLC that won, you know. But so definitely one of those things where it's like, well, at least they're starting to highlight this. Now they can look a little deeper within the fucking, you know, our games and our music. Uh, to see like, oh, like, this is like a whole thing. It's like, yeah, it's a whole fucking production. <laughs> like, yeah. people, like people, people, very talented musicians work on this shit. So uh, I definitely agree with you when it when it comes to that. Now I'm wondering, do we think Jeff Keighley has anything to do with this category being added in the Grammys? I hope so. You mean like he petitioned for it, or that his yeah. game award show he is like, so big now it can't be overlooked? Like if he nudged somebody, kind like, of hey, both. Yeah, you guys should try this. Games are pretty um, fire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think so. I think it's more of Jeff Kelly, just his presence in Hollywood, his relationship with Kojima and actors. Just it's a you know we've seen more like Christopher Judge or even Al Pacino that showed up this last year in December. It, it's getting more integrated into those crowds. I think he knows some people to get a 
talking and like, and it's the Grammys. Like, what's the harm of having one, you know, more category for like a sub, you know, sub genre of music, you know, yeah. for the viewership? I think it's an it's, it's an it's an easy sell, in my opinion. But yeah, yeah I think he definitely has something to do with it, man. I think I think and self that's me. That's no, that makes sense. I, I agree. That makes yeah. sense. I think selfishly too, like the industry is just like, wait, how much how much money video games are making? <laughs> you right. know what I mean? So right. now, so now they're getting all of this like acclaim and notoriety. Let's be like, oh, they, this is how much this industry made. We have no is idea. A, it's like, no is shit. That a, is that a billion with a B? Oh, okay. Hey, hey guys. It's like this should be added to the category. One company for how many bees? <laughs> right. <laughs> more than Star Wars? Twelve yes. times more than Star Wars? Twenty more times. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Dude, this man's right. He's they seriously did that for twenty times the value of Star Wars. Yeah, like, <laughs> and they're gonna come to our conclusion. Damn, George Lucas didn't give a fuck. It's like, yeah, dude, we know. He, dude, he like he let this go like a bad dump. Just clinch it off. <laughs> Take it from me. Uh, yeah. Dude, so a couple things while I was laughing in my own world, looking at stuff. So to the Jeff Keeley thing. Um, I hope he was involved because, again, I think his overall life's goal to legitimize the industry and the medium of gaming, I think he is the pioneer behind a lot of that. So I, a fan of his, would love to hear, like, blah, 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 the Grammy. So it's so one night I was at a party and Jeff Keighley, and this guy, this guy, Jeff Keighley, came up to me. And I'm like, I want to hear that story. The other part where I'm laughing to myself is church. You're, even as a guy who played the game, you're saying, how did Assassin's Creed win? <laughs> I got the nominees. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And this is what makes me think why if Jeff was involved, it was a nudge only. Because here are the oh. nominees. Here are the nominees, right? Aliens Fire Team Elite, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which one? Call of Duty Vanguard. Okay. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Old World. Oh my god. Oh wow. They're Where just... they got these dude? I dude, the oh, Mass yeah. Effect. Pause menu is better than their entire the Mass Effect pause menu could have won. Yeah, yeah. Skyrim, like Jesus, like so many, (laughs) so many things. That's That's, I mean, it it beat God of War. This it beat Elden Ring. I'm I'm, I'm, home. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, there's a great music of that too. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I can go on. I go on. But yeah, the nominees is a joke. I didn't even look at the other content. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I had no idea. I forgot to look at that. I, I Googled that. As Drell was saying, do you think Jeff Keighley was involved? And my answer went from like, oh, maybe to, no, I don't think so. Not the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, when I saw like, I, I played I played Aliens Fireteam Elite. Now the battle music, the fight music is there, but like. I like to this day. I still on you can look at my youth like YouTube music. I still pull up um, Skyrim. I pull up Mass Effect. Like I said, the the meme of like the bless you if that was a sneeze. Um, like the, the meme of oh sorry, I don't know what that was. sorry. Even the meme of like okay guys, so we're making this game called Mass Effect, and we just need you to help out with the pause music. Can you just kind of do us a slight favor? Boom banger <laughs> you know what i mean so when i saw these categories when i saw these categories i'm oh, sorry the my apologies the nominees i'm like yeah. no drill jeff Keeley was not involved at least now with the nominations god damn Eldering, yeah. trash you know fries of west 
garbage. You know? <laughs> yeah, like no um, way. <laughs> God of War, Ragnarok, overhyped. The only one we talk, the only one we need when we, when we think about music, <laughs> Aliens, Fire Team Elite, Call of Duty, Vanguard. Let's go. <laughs> when did Vanguard even come out? Nice. Get the, the it failed, there. bro. <laughs> like was, when did like, like, like when November did Vanguard? I don't remember. Right? They came out in November, right? That was this year's Call of Duty game. Well, no, 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 no. Call of Duty Vanguard. Oh, because I was the nominee. I'm like, when did that even yeah. come out? Uh, that came out last year. Not, not, well, not no, the year before last. So 2021. Like, Nove- like November 22 or November 2021? Because Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2 oh. came out last, last, this last November. Oh, yeah. They, they started doing the yeah. Modern Warfare stuff. Yeah. yeah Vanguard yeah. was a while ago. Vanguard was, was a while three, two, <laughs> Vanguard was three games ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah. if we're reaching back years, then, like, could we re- do some serious nominees? Like, <laughs> yeah. say, bro. Do some real like, research. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, if we're going to go back that many years, I'll even put up Last of Us 2. I'll put up Last of Us 2. <laughs> so, like, Persona 5, that's all I'm saying. So. Yeah. Like, I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not I'm not a fan of, you know, golf that much anymore, anymore but that good music, I mean, better than Call of Duty Vanguard. Right. Right. GTA 5, like, soundtrack? Let's go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Put it in the conversation, you know. That's I mean, if hilarious. they want to go back to 2020, Skyrim got remastered again. again. <laughs> <laughs> so the last topic here on the list uh, for the show today, uh, I just thought this would be a good opportunity just to uh, to say uh, fuck you to Bobby Koctik. But um, so so's here. It says Bobby Koctik plans to remain CEO if act if the Activision deal fails. So it says in quote in January 2022, the Wall Street Journal reported that sources said to be familiar with Coctic's plans told the outlet they expected the controversial CEO to leave. While uh, this has still uh, this has still to be definitely confirmed whether this is actually the case, Fox Business now claims Coctic will stay as CEO if the deal breaks down. The publication claims that according to sources close to the situation, Coctic will absolutely remain in gaming giant to run the company. Should the regulators derail the plan takeover? Uh, end quote. Um, I think this is nasty personally, um, just because it seems like there's just a, a money incentive, you know, when it comes to one, how, how much money they have to pay out to him if they haven't paid out to him already, to the board, uh, the, the board or the shareholders connected to Bobby um, and you know, we already know his dirty laundry already. Right. Like I think back in, was it 20, 2006 or 2016, he threatened to kill his, uh, his assistant. Like he has all these nasty allegations against him. And obviously the company culture of Activision, you know, time and time again, Arthur and I have discussed this on the show of how fucked up the, uh, their work culture was. And uh, you know, Phil Spencer definitely, he, he felt for that and was like, yo, like, let's just, let's just buy them, <laughs> you know? So like, aside from the logistics of like, you know, it being a huge potential monopoly, yada, yada, you know, but just the, the sheer notion of the idea of Bobby Cockett to, to remain the CEO, if it fails, that just like, 
I just felt like like my like my nervous system like shook. I was like, how could this person remain in power? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like just how awful this this dude is. So, like, I hope this goes through just for the sake of this motherfucker not being a CEO of activist anymore, in my opinion. Uh, but what what are your thoughts, Church? Um, about the same. You know, I want the deal to go through so he's not the CEO anymore. Um, just enough for that is the reason enough. Am I surprised that he's remaining? I think not necessary. I think, I think we all knew it would, right? Because his scandals came out prior to this acquisition, yeah. and they weren't doing shit about it back then, right? Right. Yeah, they were just like, "Yep, he, he did all this stuff, and yep, he's still here." And then we we got the hope that maybe you know Phil Spencer will come in clean clean house with this uh, acquisition. Uh, and to a lot of people, that's what this acquisition between Xbox and PlayStation, it's what really is at stake. It's like, will these walkers get a better walking environment under the leadership of Microsoft? Um, and that's what people are gunning for. So I'm right there on the same page as your brother. So. Yeah. Lay it on me, Arthur. What are your thoughts? Now, why are you laughing, Arthur? What are we talking about, bro? He's got some <laughs> steamy. He's got some steamy to say. Help us, Obi-Wan, Phil. You're only over. <laughs> I, mean, I was trying to pull up, I was trying to pull up a clip of Leonardo DiCaprio from Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> I ain't leaving. But Joel, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like I said with you guys too. Joel, Joel, Joel knows me, so we're on the same page of like, like, hey, hey guys, you know, SC, like, hey, SEC. Um, if you have one, if you have another motivation, why let's go through, it's to help Bobby get out. <laughs> nope. Dude, I don't know why, but all this, like all this SEC stuff wants me that wants is making me want to rewatch the movie. The other guys as quotable as that movie, the other guys is it goes into like the crazy world of like stocking and banking and buying people out. And Will Ferrell goes like, cool, we're going to leave this to you. Cause you guys are really on top of it. You guys are great at catching this except for Enron and, and this bank and this stock. And then there was that bank, and another bank, and this stock, and that guy, Bernie Madoff, and that guy, and so and so every time I just so when when I heard the SEC was getting involved, I'm just like thinking of that Will Ferrell quote, that Will Ferrell line um, from the other guys. Fun fact, uh, other than the, other than the movie, the other guys being really funny, the credits end scene does go into like the average pay of a CEO versus a worker as time's gone on, and it's like oh, <laughs> I won't go through too much, but every time I just. It, think of like here the sec that's why i think of like oh man you guys are really great catching this stuff except for this and then that time and then that time and then a year ago oh like last week this guy did this <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so there's any time they can like SEC can like be like yeah this is on the up and up how let let phil clean house and get rid of and get rid of bobby you know even you know yeah. even like me, me xbox you know xbox boasting for phil again you know like we're talking about Drell, you know Drell and i were talking about it's like he's like i'm afraid to kill this guy and it's like how how is he still have a job i wouldn't Crazy, <laughs> I, bro. if i go up to a cork and be like blah 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 i'm gonna kill you if you don't do this blah 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 and all's in you know now this guy gets to you know bobby cocked it gets to appear and um in moneyball whatever <laughs> yeah 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 which again reminded by the way that that scene where i think brad pitt goes to talk i think it was he's play, he was supposed to play i think it was the owner of the red Sox or something like that uh it was bobby cocktick that played that role and i was like man oh wow crazy <laughs> interesting crazy. yeah man can i can i talk overwatch too yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, activision? I mean, a lot of activision because <laughs> yeah, yeah. like yeah. i feel like 
there's another Halo Infinite moment coming with Overwatch. Oh, let's too. go, let's go, let's go, yeah. baby. <laughs> about to listen to the biggest fan of Overwatch 2. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, man, I was excited for Overwatch 2. I was hyped. I predicted it. I love my did. prediction. Came through day one. It it was good. And I still, Arthur, even though you are against me, I think fundamentally it delivered a playable experience, bro. <laughs> like, I think it's not what we wanted. It had no PvE. The game, the servers crashed the first week, but they got that shit up and running. And it's a promise of something new in the battle pass. And to be frank, you know, the battle pass was a little bit underwhelming a little bit. You know, you didn't receive any currency from uh, the battle pass to buy a new one. And that went towards money to buy a new skin. So it was just like, dang. And as you more you put more hours into the game, it felt less rewarding because you were not getting any cosmetics in the game at this point. And people were craving for the loot boxes back because at least you got something in the awards, right? And so now for season three of Overwatch 2, they did this big shift. Um, and it, it kind of looks promising. I don't I don't know. They've added currency back into the battle pass. You know, we can't go to the days of old, but it's enough for 1,500 coins where you can buy at least one legendary skin because they finally lowered down the price of legendary skins in the game. Arthur, so you can at least have a cosmetic for the heroes that you actually play as opposed to, like, whatever they decide to put in the loot box and the battle pass, right? So, like, maybe that's a little bit better. The cosmetics look little bit decent um and they doing the first crossover ip with uh one punch man doomfist is getting a one punch man costume and so is like sword of 76 from the anime series i don't, I don't know if you guys watch anime if, if you guys are into that um, it's in the first season of one punch man okay so it's like the guy on the bike is soldier 76 if you can recall that guy oh know? yeah that guy's awesome he that was the guy that stood up to the the, the fish people yep exactly yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So it it seems like Overwatch is an interesting place because I think the I don't know, I don't think it's doing as well as we wanted to do and like they kind of hinted out in the developer diaries that the PvE that they had on the shelf is going to be drip filled through each season. And I just don't think it's going to be like enough to maintain it. I don't want to play like each season we get a new PvE mission that we get burned out at the end of it because we play the same level over and over again. And then you do the next one over and over. It's just, it's a completely different game at this point than what was promised to us. And then even with like the incentive to get the battle pass because of the mythic skin, there's like 33 characters. You know how many years it would take to make one skin for each character? Like it, it's five years of content. It's just, I don't know. I just, I'm look, it doesn't look sustainable. I think it's going to fall off pretty bad and like, in the next six months unless something drastically change damn man. dude when i found out zenyatta's healing is barely better than lucio's passive i was like checked out <laughs> i was <che> if this <laughs> guy's ability if, if this guy's like, ability nah. like if this guy's ability heals less than this other guy just existing and it's an aoe i'm not <laughs> like that 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 was again that, so for me there was a lot of gameplay stuff i just couldn't agree with um but i mean I, that was one thing i did like that was a bit that one that was one plus with the loot boxes again one, i can remember one of the reasons why it's being gone is because they're being sued by like you know that little thing called the european union <laughs> um and so but i did like that duplicate thing 
it just be it just became unfortunate because towards the tail end of it there was a ton of things i didn't have but like it was just i can like i i, I could like bet money of like oh one blue and three grace one blue and three grace two blues and two grace blues and grace was all i saw towards the tail end of it even though i knew there were a ton of stickers like not like seasonal stuff just a ton of stickers a ton of sprays a ton of voice lines a ton of poses all these things i didn't have but like for weeks all i would get was oh duplicate dupl all duplicates all duplicates all duplicates at least there was a thing of um you know like again if you get duplicate you get you get the currency back and you can use a currency yeah. for the thing so the fact that wasn't in the battle pass that was like one of the big noticeable things i'm like okay um so i think them adding um one punch man i think it's smart you know fortnite's clearly found a success would just bring on the ips yeah. um I personally, I prefer IP mergers, like like our like that. You know, like this character is still this character, but he has like a theme skin. I prefer that versus. Oh, that, that's that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. It's not no, that one. Go ahead. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say that is what I prefer. Like I prefer when, yeah. like I, I'll prefer you know when you know like Winston having a theme skin based on this movie or this other IP versus kind of I know it's really popular and but I'm you know I'm definitely in the niche of here. But versus Fortnite, that's like okay they're in the game now. I'm just like nah. Um, so on face value, I do prefer that style of IP adaptation for uh, cost, uh skins versus that. Um, I mean for me, I don't have it installed. I mean, I think a benefit, yeah. <laughs> I don't do it. I don't have it installed. And here's the thing, church. I don't feel like reinstalling it. Like maybe if it was on like X play, I'd be like, I hop on, but like, I don't feel like reinstalling it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that's fair enough. I just, they did a lot of balance changes in the changing the approach in the battle pass, but like maybe it can get better. But as of right now, it's just, um, it, it's, <sighs> It's, it's the problem I had with Sea of Thieves, Arthur, when I told you one time. And I know you said you told me that they fixed it. It's just it, it, Sea of Thieves got to a point like the amount of hours I would put into a mission and then it could potentially just be gone. It, it's just, you know, the, it, that's just not fun. You know, it's not fun losing everything that you spent four hours for grinding because you get no sense of progression or accomplishing anything. You know, you could put four hours into Call of Duty, you lose every single match, but you may still go up one level, like you one step closer. And see if these was just kind of like, eh. and then Overwatch Two was kind of having that effect. Like, yeah, I'm grinding, I'm going up in this battle pass, but like, I'm not really getting anything out of these matches, so to speak. You know, and the match XP was so low. So yeah. that's un that's unfortunate. I agree with I agree with you. The see if these thing, you know, it's like, hey, you know, I put in for hours and like, I'm on a sloop, and a uh, you know, a galleon reaper came in to just wreck me, and like, there goes three hours of work um yeah so i mean, and so and to a point not to go too much into it but like to a core that's why i've become increasingly 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 pve versus pvp because i'm just tired of the the the, the infinite randomness that is pvp and other players having an effect on on gameplay that that's just how i am at a core I'm, I'm i'm team pve versus team pvp one of the reasons being why that um but i didn't know i mean i when it comes to the when it comes to the battle pass, um, do they do the thing like Halo does, where or and see it and and to a point, see it these does it differently. See it these battle pass is like if you miss this in the battle pass, it'll be in the store for purchase later. Whereas Halo is like, hey, if you bought season one battle pass, you have till forever to fully unlock season one battle pass. Does does Overwatch no. have no, nothing like nothing? No, no, it's just like what's in the battle pass is just it's it's once it's there it's gone you know and even like they have theme seasons so like 
would say, I think season two was like Olympian gods, right? So they had like three costumes in the battle pass, but the rest of the costumes were in the shop to buy. Now, they got better in season three with the balancing of that. Well, there's a lot more, a lot of, there's a lot more items in the battle pass that you would want as opposed to the shop. But, you know, the main mechanism is to direct you to the shop and spend, you know, 25 to $30 on a skin. It's almost like Valorant prices at this point, man. It's just, it's just ridiculous. So, mm. but though, they're lowering the prices, man, which which makes me think that it's not making money on the game. Um, I think we speculated before the show that it could be because of the China thing, or maybe they're just the player base is not there anymore. So, yeah, yeah. or maybe it's not spending money. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I was disagreeing. I was just saying, yeah, that might be the case. I was, I was, gonna, I was gonna say for context when he's talking about um, before the show, um, I was saying how China, the CC, you know, the CCP government. Um, literally as a, the government limiting gameplay timing, um, to like four hours, three to four hours a week, something like three to four hours for a week. Um, how that definitely hit, um, uh, blizzard for sure, because a lot of blizzard, like I said, um, for years now, once 10 cent, um, you know, I've talked about before. So, but the short version is once 10 cent got involved, even though on face value, Tencent only had five percent of their stock or investment in the company, they're making they're making major change, major changes. That's why I argue if it wasn't for Tencent, Diablo Immortals wouldn't have been a, a mobile game. It would have been you know, you know something Blizzard's known for a PC game or a console game. But it, but I would argue it was because of Tencent and the influence they had, of the Chinese market had on Blizzard's um, money um, and decisions. That's why, like for example, you know like how they got involved with the dota league of legends competitor like heroes of the storm or something now i'm not saying that game's good or bad i'm just saying uh i would just argue you know tencent and that major market that was an input had a major input to their decision so now that one overwatch 2 isn't succeeding as face value as much as they want and two a significant portion of their microtransaction um money or sources that was the chinese fan base is now being literally via the government limited to X hours per X hours per week. I think there is again. I think that is like one of many contributing factors to Blizzard shifting its its you know monetize, uh, monetization process for Overwatch and its other IPs. Like I'm cu- I'm curious to see how what Diablo Four is going to have now. Again, following what they've learned from Overwatch One and Two, and following that you can't just you know you can't just have loot boxes and or microtransactions everywhere. One with what they've learned flu boxes with the European Union suing them, and then two monetization being cracked down now that the that the Chinese fan base and uh, income isn't be as significant now. Interesting. No, no, that's a good point. Yeah. Interesting. Well, um, that is about it here for the the Game Industry Life podcast. Uh, any lasting thoughts before we close out, gentlemen? That was kind of your guys' back, so I didn't want to step in. I was like, this is, this is the Overwatch corner, so let me uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me let them rock. So. Uh, my last thing, my thing, just real quick, is I mean, I know I'm the only one that's had a had an at bat, but your boys went in the draft, so your boys went in the league so far. Fifteen <laughs> points I, first I mean, game. Bro. Congratulations! I, I've had okay. I've had the only player at bat ball, yet, but like... I'm happy. <laughs> um, uh, no, I don't have no other closing thoughts. I've been playing Marvel Snap. I don't know if you guys ever played that game. Um. It's a fun I've heard, game. I've heard of it. It got, it got, it was, uh, I think it was, I think it was like one of the last 
is one of the last games that released and then was the quickest to be nominated <laughs> for the game. Yeah, Awards. it was nominated for I forget something, either mobile gaming yeah. or like it's, community yeah. community it's stuff, something. But but there was a nominee. It's a pretty good game. It's a pretty good game. Well, I was gonna say all I can tell you is apparently it's, it's soundtrack is not as good as Guardians of the Galaxy. Any good nominee for a Grammy? <laughs> of course, of course, naturally. We'll call it yeah. Vanguard. <laughs> you know that brand new game. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta keep it's gotta keep working at it, you know what I mean? Uh <laughs> so this wraps it up here for the Gamers Live Podcast each and every Friday slash Saturday discussing all things games. I'm one of your hosts. Uh along with me is my co host Arthur and Church. Hey. All right. Thank you guys. We will see you next week. <laughs>